Welcome to X-Files Podcast, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. I'm Janice Formicella, a breakup coach passionate about supporting others to heal from their breakups, overcome loneliness, love being single, and see the end of a relationship as the beginning of a magical new chapter in life. I am here each week to share with you the tools that I have learned through my own painful breakups, through hitting rock bottom more than once, and through working with people all around the world to heal their broken hearts. If you are looking for hope and strength to move on from your breakup and resources to enjoy your new single life, you are in the right place and I've got your back. Dear listeners, thank you so much for pushing play today. It really means the world to me that so many people are listening in, and it is seriously such a compliment every time that someone pushes play or downloads X-Files. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. I have decided to talk today about the benefits of being single, um, partially because we are approaching Valentine's Day, um, and I know that that can be triggering for some. I also know that some people don't give a shit, and some people hate it, and perhaps some people are in other countries, but regardless of when you push play on this episode and what time of year it is, there are always huge benefits to learning how to enjoy life as a single individual. I have personally gained so, so much from my years of being single by choice and choosing not to date. And I can testify that it really does work as far as a tool for personal development, smoothing out the rough edges and learning so much about yourself, uh, becoming a better person, becoming a more vibrant person. And it's something I just absolutely love to talk about. I have been a coach now for a few years. I've participated in multiple women's groups, and I have witnessed the experience of many friends and listeners. And as you know, a person who you know typically walks around or in quite large communities, and I know that a lot of people feel very incomplete without a romantic partner. I have also learned the pain that losing a relationship causes so many people. I've definitely been there, as everyone knows who's listened before. I believe that so much can be gained by allowing ourselves to live a full, vibrant life without a partner. And if you are listening to X-Files today because you are struggling with a breakup, Becoming hopeful about all of the possibilities that can come your way once the dust settles will help you find the determination to fully move on from this breakup and from your ex. Today, I'm going to talk about the immediate and long-term benefits of being single, um, including how it impacts our future relationships. 
and ways that will help you start to get there. It doesn't happen overnight, but everybody can learn to love being single. Even if you're sitting there thinking that I'm absolutely full of shit, <laughs> I promise you you're capable of it. Um, but before we get, begin, I just want to remind everybody, I do have um, a limited availability to take on some one-on-one -on -one clients right now. So please head over to the X-Files Instagram or to my personal Instagram, that's Janice Formichella, and let me know that you're interested and we'll get you set up with some support. So now let's dive in to using single as a superpower. As I mentioned, being single and enjoying it can help us put a breakup behind us once and for all. One reason that life can feel really difficult after a breakup is, is our environment and surroundings remind us of our ex or our life with our ex, even subconsciously. This can make our days feel really heavy. Besides this, the desire to be in a relationship can make us miss the person even more, no matter how bad things were. And I definitely know this from personal experience. I am a survivor of domestic violence, and when I finally left my abuser for good, I know I woke up every day with him not around, and I woke up with really unsupportive people around me. I woke up and spent time with people who emphasized the fact that I still didn't have a partner and that I had kind of failed in this uh, relationship and people who blamed me. I know that I had people around me who were in relationships. And before I knew it, I found myself really regretting that I had left just because it was just so hard to be in this in this new life um, without someone and I definitely had a story in my head that this is what made someone uh, complete and this is what made a woman successful was a successful relationship and I was wrong <laughs> and that mindset also led me to make some pretty sketchy decisions and I'm really glad that I don't have that mindset anymore confidence as a single person, helps us to fully embrace the truth that being single is better than being in a relationship that is unhealthy or not working. It is always, always, always better. Confidence as a single person allows us to see couples or people in relationships. I'm This, this is a poly-friendly show, so people in relationships and understand that People in relationships are not necessarily happier. And I can assure you, it helps you to operate in the world, counting your blessings and easily recognizing all of the benefits of your current lifestyle. Being happy, being single comes when you create new memories and associations with life, with your routines, with your space. The two really work hand in hand and sometimes come with a bit of time that you definitely need because your body has to create new memories and your body and your system has to get used to new things, new ways of doing things. So please be patient with yourself. If it is really hard to imagine that you could be happy without this relationship, give yourself a ton of grace. One of my favorite tips for this phase of a breakup and this phase of a single journey is to freshen up your bedroom. 
I've done this myself and I've had multiple clients do it with great results. I absolutely love getting my clients photos of their new bedroom sets. It brings me a lot of joy. <laughs> and yes, I am definitely talking. If you only do one thing, I'm talking about at least getting new bedding. Other things um, could include new artwork putting healing affirmations up on the wall, moving the furniture around, getting new curtains, getting new throw pillows, an essential oil burner perhaps, cleaning out your closet, or anything else that makes the space feel new and makes it feel all yours. Now let's talk about what being happier without a partner teaches us. Before I get too far, I want to make sure to mention that many studies through many years have shown that married individuals, and that is often the um, the test set that they use is whether or not people are married. The, a lot of studies show that married individuals do not suffer from fewer feelings of loneliness. They are not necessarily less depressed, and they do not report higher self-esteem than their single counterparts. In fact, many believe, as I do, that one of the biggest reasons that some people desire marriage and desire partnership is because of singleism and matrimonia rather than proof that it leads to more happiness. So in other words, a lot of people are convincing themselves that they that they need these things because of seeing it, you know, just kind of like pounded down our throats our entire lives rather than any proof that it leads to to more happy, happiness. And I think a lot of us know lots of people in unhappy relationships and a lot of people that are unhappy inside of relationships, but still we convince ourselves that this will somehow make us happier or more complete. The truth is you are fully complete and you are fully enough without a partner. Knowing this as fully as I do will allow you to be more confident and therefore allow the spark and the light inside of you to shine. This in turn helps us to attract greater opportunities and healthier people into our lives. All that being said, I do understand that there are benefits to companionship and that companionship is a valid desire. However, being okay with single as a default rather than partnered as a default is a yummy, yummy recipe for greater life satisfaction. In researching for this episode, I came across a concept that I actually wasn't aware was a topic of study, and that is the concept of single at heart. Of course, I was just like so turned on by this when I came across it. There are a few scholars and therapists studying it. One of them is Bella DePaulo, a Harvard PhD and author of multiple books on the topic, including Singled Out, How Singles Are Stereotypes, Stigmatized, and Ignored, and Still Live Happily Ever After. Yes, I haven't read it, but it's on the list. <laughs> DePaulo has identified a pretty long list of characteristics of people who are single at heart. Some of these include, they see themselves as self-sufficient. That is, they like handling problems and challenges mostly on their own. 
when they are thinking of making a big change in their lives, they don't want to make that decision with a romantic partner. Instead, they prefer to make the decision that feels right to them without worrying about whether a partner would approve or whether the decision would interfere with a partner's goals. That is just pure self-reliance to me, which is something I'm very passionate about. They have a sense of personal mastery, a can-do attitude, and a sense that they can do just about anything they set their mind to. Hell yes. If they had to choose between meaningful work with lousy pay and uninspiring work with great pay, they would choose the meaningful work. I thought that that was a very interesting outcome of her of her study. That really makes me quite curious. If they were in a romantic relationship and it ended, their predominant emotional reaction was more often relief than sadness or pain. Sounds good to me. <laughs> so I'm not saying you necessarily need to develop this single at heart attitude or mindset or outlook on life, but I'm just kind of highlighting some of the, you know, the benefits of maybe learning to do so. Let's talk about what spending time on our own teaches us. It can be really uncomfortable for some people to learn how to spend time without a partner. Some people prefer to fill their time when single with friends because doing things alone is so unfamiliar. I actually first discovered the joy of going out to eat on my own uh, a long time ago. I think even when I was married, I would do it. But after, I would do it more because... Um, my ex certainly had strong opinions about where we had our meals and it was really fun <laughs> being able to go out and eat where I wanted, wherever I wanted. Please trust me when I say that being your own hottest date and your own best company opens the door to so many possibilities, including the fact that you will develop more hobbies and interests. This is a liberating it is a liberating thing to create your own reality and be in full control of your days. Besides having control over your days, what are some other fun things about being single? How do you feel about it? I'd love to hear from you. I have spoken about this a ton in the last year and a half, and I've been on multiple podcasts about the topic, and I get asked this a lot. What do you think the best things about being single are, or what are your favorite things about being single? Here are six things that I have from my list. One, I love having my own space um, in the morning. I really do. I'm a really big morning person and I love to get up, you know, when I want and not worry about disturbing anyone. I love to read in bed without being disturbed and without disturbing anyone. And I really love to meditate and journal with total privacy. I definitely find that when I spend the night with someone or when I um, sleep at my partner's place or them with me, which is great. I find that I don't meditate in journal on, on those days. Two, getting to travel wherever you want and do whatever you want when you travel. Oh, this is a big one for me. I know that it's a huge leap for some people. For me, traveling solo has meant a feeling of true freedom. I love that I can select quirky things to do for the holidays, like going to Tombstone, Arizona for Christmas. 
<laughs> I love that when I travel, I can wander around and go in and out of shops without worrying about anyone else and what they want to do. I really, really, really like to take things slow when I'm in a new place and just like, you know, just wander. And if I go into a shop, just kind of look around at everything. And I know from personal experience that that's not what everyone wants to do. And so I find that I... I wander less and I wander with less enthusiasm when I have someone wandering with me. And again, it's great to have company, but this is something I enjoy and I tend not to do it as much when I'm when I'm traveling with a partner. I love that I can pick a pub and sit at it for an hour on my iPhone deciding what I want to do next or what I want to do the next day or posting my pictures on Instagram and not having to chat with anyone else. I find that super relaxing. Next, I love going out to eat wherever I want, as, as I mentioned. Going out to eat or going to bars is one of my favorite things to do. I know that kind of sounds silly, but I've learned this about myself. I just really enjoy doing that. And when I go on dates or with friends, I often feel, I don't know, sometimes a little disappointed or wishing that I had expressed like a firmer opinion about where we go. I absolutely find that I'm super laid back and I kind of let other people make the decision. And that's something that is definitely for me to work on and something that I could get better at, at doing. But I always do feel really content when I make the decision and when I take myself out because, you know, I know that I'll always pick a place that I love and, you know, not having to go through the stress of planning that with with someone. It's it's nice. Although I have to say, I really like being at restaurants and bars with my friends <laughs> and partners as well. Fourth, I really love having the bed to myself. Sleeping next to someone special can be indeed special, but I'm still more comfortable sleeping alone. I just am. I like to play something in the background while I fall asleep. And to be honest, sometimes through the entire night. And, you know, that's something I definitely choose not to do when someone else is in the bed. I, you know, often put in my earbuds, but that's not as comfortable. Um, it's nice to wake up or it's nice to stretch and take up as much space as I want. I mean, who can't relate to that? Each time I wake up in the middle of the bed, I do feel a little happy about life. And for the longest time, I, after being in, in relationships, I would still kind of sleep on one side of the bed. But I found that I now definitely do the middle or do the entire bed. And it's, it's great. It's, it's a juicy thing. Fifth thing that I like about being single. I enjoy that I can decorate however I want. I have a very feminine way of doing many things, and I have for sure had partners in the past who didn't like or wouldn't let me decorate the way that I wanted. Um, and you know what? That was probably an indication that it wasn't the healthiest relationship. And, you know, th there's a lot to that for for sure. Uh, but I, I love the fact that, you know, I have flowers everywhere. I have an entire wall behind me that has flowers from top to bottom. It's a great feeling. I love my apartment. I think that it would be very, very challenging for me to give this apartment up. I think I would really struggle to live with a partner again. And one reason is, you know, I just look around and it's just an adorable, darling, pretty space. I just like, I really like the freedom. Next, it is nice being single because it can be challenging to deal with in-laws, exes, co-parents, and families. 
this can be a lot of joy for some, for sure. But for me, it has in the past been something I've found a little a little challenging. Uh, so I really enjoy that I don't have that stress when I'm single. So those are just six of my favorite things about being single, though I do have more. And I do have some that are, you know, more uh, kind of abstract and more, um, you know, mindset focused. Um, these were just like very practical things that I think a lot of people can relate to. And I'd love to hear from you about what your favorite things about being single are. Please, please, please send me a DM on Instagram and let me know. With that, I will pause for a quick commercial break, and then I'll come back with some tips on using single as your superpower. Nothing shatters your life like a breakup, and the pain of a broken heart is real. I know that it seems impossible right now, but there is hope, and there are ways to heal. I would love to work with you one-on-one -on -one to heal your broken heart and put your breakup behind you. My personalized coaching programs are designed to pinpoint what will be most effective in helping you to move forward and make this breakup a part of your past. I believe in you. Message me at xfilespodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at X-Files Podcast, and let's connect about creating a magical plan of action for you to enter 2023 with this breakup in your rearview mirror. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for sticking with me thus far. Before I get into ways to enjoy being single or make single sexier, I thought it would be fun to touch on the downsides of using relationships to find happiness or wholeness in life. It is actually a, a recipe for a lot of unhappiness, and I have seen it lead to that many times, including in my own life. Using a relationship to help us be happy or whole clouds our judgment. It can cause us to start writing a story about relationships with people before we have gotten to know them and evaluate how they show up and how compatible we are. You know, attraction is one thing. Chemistry is one thing. Compatibility is, is a complete other thing. Thinking that a relationship completes our life can cause us to ignore red flags or excuse poor behavior. I've done this myself, and I have heard so many people say that they let things go because they were so excited about finding someone or because they felt too attached to someone too soon. These attachments often happen because we are so desperate for partnership, and I try to avoid using the word desperate, um, but I actually wasn't able to find another word <laughs> to substitute in this case. Mm. On the opposite side, when we are 100% happy as a single person, we're able to more easily walk away when something doesn't feel right. And as I mentioned earlier, when we are, quote, single at heart, we bounce back from breakups a lot easier. Another downfall to using a relationship to help us be happy or whole is that it will very often leave us feeling dissatisfied with our partners and relationships. I mean, that's actually a little ironic, isn't it? It actually leads to less happiness with someone else. No one can ever complete us. And putting that expectation on someone is a losing strategy. You always bring the person you already are 
into relationships. I'll say that again. You always bring the person you already are into relationships. And if that person isn't already complete, and if that person is hoping the relationship will solve things, the relationship cannot thrive. Being happy single, on the other hand, can prepare us for great romantic relationships. Being stable and satisfied as a single person leads to great decision-making ability and looking to ourselves to solve problems and figure things out. This is one of the greatest things that I gained on my single journey. And it was something I talked about in the self-soothing episode um, just a few episodes back. I used to have no decision-making ability at all. And it feels like a superpower to be able to do things completely on my own. If we do decide to be with someone in the future, we put less pressure on the person and on the relationship, and we can enjoy it a lot more. I know in my marriage especially, there was lots of really heavy moments. There was lots of times where I don't feel that my husband or I felt joy about life, about being together, because I put all of my problems on him. I did not know how to self-soothe at all. It just became a constant group effort to help me figure out little things. And um, I kind of feel sad about that, to be honest. Oh, and as I just mentioned, and as I discussed a couple of episodes ago, embracing the single life gives us the opportunity to learn to self-soothe. I just did an episode called Self-Soothing After a Breakup. Go and check it out. It's been really popular. I've gotten a bunch of messages about it. Self-soothing leads to stronger relationships of all types. It leads to decreased anxiety and greater levels of confidence. It helps us to attract people who are securely attached and it helps us to be securely attached. As I've covered many times here and in other episodes, those with the ability to be on their own and spend time on their own are confident. And confidence is the sexiest quality. It is not a cliche. It is true. It makes people curious about us. It allows our inner beauty to shine. And it attracts other confident people. So what can you do if you don't know how you can get as excited about the possibilities of the single life as I am? I totally get it. (laughs) I do have a few tips, and I would also encourage you to consider working with me as your coach. Having someone to mentor you through this is an effective way to turn your life around. I've seen it happen so many times, and I would love to see it happen with you. Another tip I have is to develop juicy morning routines. Do something regular in the morning that makes you feel special, nurtured, upbeat. I am pleased to let you know that I have done an entire episode on this very topic. Please go and check out episode 108, a morning routine for your breakup. Next, why not think about taking yourself on a fun weekend trip? I really like the idea of a weekend trip because it combines so many of the aspects and benefits of being single into one adventure, and it helps you to learn a lot about doing it. It provides you opportunities to lean into your discomfort just a little, but while still having a lot of uh, a lot of fun. It allows us the chance to decide on our own where and when we are going. It allows us the chance to make all the plans on our own. It allows us to listen to our intuition about what we want to do, where we want to eat, 
and get used to doing that all on your own. And like I said, especially if there is some discomfort along the way, it gets you used to the feeling of freedom of making your own fun. And I think a weekend is a great length because it it kind of forces you to, you know, do a bunch of these things and have the experience of, you know, going on an overnight or making overnight plans, booking things on your own. But it's short enough to not be too intimidating or overwhelming. Last, if you haven't already, start to make a vision board that doesn't include a relationship. For some of you, putting some... For some of you, putting something on your vision board to symbolize a partner might be the first thing you do. I know in the past I've like looked at wedding dresses to put on my vision board. (laughs) So I get it. But I want you to think long and hard about how you can build a magical life all on your own. If you never had a serious relationship again, what would you do to feel the most fulfilled? Regardless of how you create a visual symbol of your future desires, do it in a way that lights you up and brings you joy and enthusiasm. With all that, I'm going to call it a day. I'm actually not feeling 100%, so I'm going to go and take care of myself. And (laughs) there you go. Another benefit of being confident being single, I'm always able to look after my own needs when I'm not feeling my best. Uh, Being sick without having someone around is certainly confronting, especially in the beginning. But I also used to find it scary and I don't find it scary anymore. I've learned, you know, really good ways to do it. And I'm not saying that I'm actually sick. I'm just, you know, having a little case of the Mondays, I think right now. So (laughs) thank you for being here today. If you liked this episode, I cannot even tell you how much it would mean to me if you would go and leave me a five-star rating and review on Apple podcasts. It is like sending me a little gift in the mail. And make sure to tune in next week for a special conversation about self-love after a breakup with my good friend, Jesse Marie. And guess what? I'm actually going to fly to New Zealand to visit her in a couple weeks. Isn't that exciting? I think we're going to um, record live together. Isn't that special? All right. Well, I will. Yeah, I'll see you then. And yeah, be in touch if you want coaching or if you just want to let me know what you think and um, hang in there. If you're struggling this week, I'm sending you so much strength. You've got this. Thank you for listening to X-Files podcast. I sincerely hope that you found today's episode inspirational or useful. I would love to support you on your healing journey. All you have to do is send me a message through the X-Files Instagram account, and I will personally be in touch to get you started. Remember, if you are struggling with a broken heart, your feelings are temporary. I am sending you so much love and luck for the week ahead. You've got this.